Hey folks, in today's episode, we're going to talk about the basics of Dungeons and Dragons and what you need to get started. So stay tuned. Hello, beautiful people. I hope that everyone is having a great day. Today, I wanted to talk about getting started in Dungeons and Dragons. I think that during this time of social distancing, it is a great time to pick up a new hobby, to pick up a new game, um, to start playing tabletop role-playing games. Whether you're a veteran of uh, Dungeons & Dragons or whether you're completely new to this, I think that this is going to be a great time to pick up something new. So you might be asking yourself, hey Brian, you know what, I don't even know how to play if I can't find people. You might also ask yourself, where do I even start if I'm new to Dungeons & Dragons? Or you may be in the other category of, hey, I've been playing already for a long time, but how do I get my friends to play? All those can actually be answered in this episode. We're going to be talking about how you can get people to start playing and how easy it is to get into the hobby. So without further ado, let's get started. The first thing that you're going to want is the player's handbook or some form of the rules. Now, this can be a PDF, an ebook, or the actual hardcover, but either way, find a way to grab some of the quote unquote basic rules of Dungeons and Dragons. This is going to help with character creation, spell casting, combat, and basically the general orientation of Dungeons and Dragons as a role playing game. For those who are new players, it's really going to help you. To understand what Dungeons and Dragons is, what an adventure is, what a campaign is, what the dice, uh, what the specific dice are that we have and that we use, and essentially go from there. It allows you to kind of get all the basics with you know introduction. For those of the intermediate and advanced um, kind of players of Dungeons and Dragons, you know how essential the player's handbook is. But to convince others tell them hey this is really what you need yes it's great to have to expand your adventures and expand your knowledge with the monster manual and the dungeon master's guide but the players the player's handbook or the phb is going to be great it's also going to help you you know i've no i've mentioned character creation it's going to help you get started with creating characters however many characters there's an infinite amount of characters that you can create but the player's handbook is going to show you how to create those characters, how to match it up with the with the, whatever class you want to play. And again, there's a multitude of different combinations. It's going the player's handbook is going to help you with that. I mentioned spell casting. Well, there's certain spells that you can cast as a spellcaster. It's going to walk you through it. It's going to show you how to do it, and it's going to show you what the components are and all the little details that you might not know. Again, for you know, intermediate to advanced players, we still use this in the game and we still have it next to us because it's great for clarification of those rules. Same thing with combat. It's going to show you how to, you know, how combat works and it's going to clarify for those who've been playing a while. It's going to be a clarification for, hey, you know what? This is what happens during this combat as opposed to just leaving it up for interpretation. But again, that's going to be the and that's great to know that and it's great to have all that but where can we get it from well here you go support your local game store that's going to be first and foremost especially during this time of social distancing and with the 
kind of, you know, shelter at home orders that have been placed, game stores are really being affected by this. And they're seeing the effects of this through, you know, traffic being lowered and really just customers not being able to go and play and 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 do things at the game store. So, what I would recommend is to contact your local game store. Ask them if you can purchase the player's handbook and if they're doing any type of online or if they're doing any type of curbside pickup. You know, if they're doing curbside pickup, you can say, "Hey, I'm going to be going I'm going to go get groceries during this time. I'm going to pick it up between these hours." And that way you can, you know, get your food and your snacks that you need and pick up your player's handbook. You could also, you know, if they offer an online service or a, you know, kind of store to home shipping, great. That's even better. But support your local game store first. From there, I would even say go to D&D Beyond. So hashtag not sponsored. But <laughs> go to D&D Beyond and, you know, sign up and, you know, purchase the player's handbook through there. You can also purchase many books, so it just allows you to have a virtual collection of all your books where, that you can access via phone, tablet, or your computer. But you can also invite your friends to a quote-unquote campaign and create those characters and create your adventure using that link and signing up. I like this just because one, again, you're helping a smaller business in the hobby, but two, you are able to have this intangible, you know, digital copy of the player's handbook and all the other books, and you can literally take it anywhere. Let's say you don't have your laptop, no problem. Sign up, sign on to D&D Beyond with your phone or your tablet, and it's pretty easy. Um, I've used it, I still use it, and I personally um, do enjoy the virtual aspect of it. And to be quite honest, it makes character creation, it makes everything so easy. Um, counting for spells, um, equipment, all that cool stuff. And in addition to that, as you, you know, for the intermediate and advanced players and DMs, cool thing about D&D Beyond is that you're able to um, homebrew or create any type of magical items or weapons, you know, you name it, and you could enter it into D&D Beyond and share it with your friends and with the community. So it's just a pretty cool resource to have on hand. Now, lastly, you can get the player's handbook on Amazon. We all know that it's convenient, but with everything going on right now, um, I would recommend, again, nothing wrong against Amazon. I've gotten plenty of books from Amazon because, you know, you get that two-day shipping and it's pretty cheap. But especially during this time, I think supporting your local game store and supporting D&D Beyond would be great. So the second thing that you need to have on hand, right? You know, we got, we talked about the player's handbook. We talked about some of that official material. You need to have some paper, some pencils, well, pen if you're really confident, and a character sheet. So a character sheet, for those of you who don't know, is basically how you create your character. It's the tangible uh, piece of paper, or it could be digital, but it's the tangible thing that, that you're able to create your character and play the game. So paper and pencil, I mentioned, because you're going to want to write down notes. So you need the thing to have your character on called the character sheet. You're going to need that in order to play, but you're going to need paper and pencil to take down notes. 
These notes can be from the dungeon master. They can be notes that are given during the game. They could be notes of your character, however you want to build your character, whatever they, that may be. It could also be a backstory. You know, I, I spoke about in previous episodes and in previous videos um, of the importance of organizing um, notes. You can, you can have paper and pencil. You can use digital paper and pencil. Either way, the aspect of and the notion of paper and pencil, you're going to want to have. Um, I personally like to have both. I like to have a digital copy, so I use OneNote for all my notes as a dungeon master and as a player. But I also, you know, when the, if I'm going to be playing with a group of friends in person, I have a paper copy. I have a journal of some sort with a pencil, just because paper and pencil allows me to kind of get into the game a little bit more, but it gives me that old school feeling and having that, you know, journal, that tangible object. So that's, you know, number two, that's a big need. And again, it's pretty affordable, right? You can get any piece of paper that's lying around, any pencil or pen. Uh, obviously, if you use digital, use digital, be, you know, eco-friendly, whatever you feel comfortable with. Now, the third thing that I would highly recommend is dice. You've probably seen it on social media. If you're getting into Dungeons and Dragons, or if you are an old school player, you may have a collection of dice, but dice are important. 99% of all the decisions, actions, and combat, to name a few, it's decided by the role of specific dice. So you have your D20s and your D12s and all the way down to D4. And there's a lot of dice out there, but I recommend buying dice. The easiest way to do this is to support your local, you know, game stores, obviously, but one particular company that I have grown to really admire and love, it's Critical Dice. Critical Dice is a small run, is a small business run by Jason. Jason's an awesome person and he has fantastic and good quality dice. One of the products that I really enjoy is the Endless Bag of Dice. It's basically a subscription-based um, dice service where you get once a month a boatload of dice shipped to your house for about $6.99 a month. Now, shipping and handling is, you know, different, but what's great about this, and especially during social distancing, is that you can place an order and every month get a subscription of different dice to your house. And cool thing is, if you use the discount code Beard, and that's B-E-A-R-D, you're going to receive 50% off your first month. So check out that dice subscription. It's going to really change your world because the dice quality is great. I've seen some certain dice there, just the different color schemes. I know there was one called the Morning Lord, and it was beautiful. It was some of the most, you know, it. it I don't see this type of dice often. And it's actually an exclusive dice that came from the Endless Bag of Dice. So go check that out. But yes, you are definitely going to need dice. Um, and from there, you're going to need people to play with. So that seems <laughs> really obvious. But in order to play D&D, however you start out, you're going to need people to play with. And this is obviously going to be a little bit different because it's going to be dependent upon your comfort level. And really that comfort level is going to be based upon the availability of people around you. So 
you can ask your friends if they want to play. You can ask, you know, if you are an intermediate or advanced player, invite some people that you work with. Invite some of your friends that have never played D&D. Offer to run D&D for them. Um, like I said, talk to your coworkers, your colleagues, maybe some of them who aren't. Maybe if you are all... Um, you know, kind of stuck at the house and you don't see each other now because you are at home, call them up, text them and say, hey, are you interested in playing this game called Dungeons and Dragons? Whether you're new or not, offer to play with them, offer to kind of run things. Um, maybe even start a virtual group, call your local game store and say, hey, you know, are you all, do you all have a Facebook group or something like that, that we can join and I can post, um, you know, a virtual D&D group. That's a great way. Obviously, use your best judgment, but this is a great way with the current situation to, you know, offer DM services to talk about different um, games or to even offer to play in different Dungeons and Dragons games. You'll see the out. You're going to see the outpour and the outcome of this in a very positive way. You're going to see people that are going to say, you know what? I'm going to try that. I'm going to try playing this game or, hey, you know what? I'm going to try DMing and it's going to be pretty cool. I I guarantee you it's going to be pretty cool. Now, lastly, and this is probably going to be the most important thing. Have an open mind and have a positive attitude. I know it sounds cliche. I know it sounds cheesy, but you really need to have these things before playing. And, you know, both an open mind and a positive attitude are key to success in, you know, your career, in your job, in wherever you are um, at in life, even just in the current situation, positivity is going to, is, is really needed. But in Dungeons and Dragons, an open mind is needed because it allows you to experience the game fully. So you're going to be playing with multiple people. It's going to force you to think critically. You're going to have to solve problems that the dungeon master or the game master is going to throw at you. So it's going to force you to think differently and resolve those problems in a non-traditional way. So you have to be open. You have to be open to, you know, one of your characters or one of your party members resolving an issue in a way that you don't agree. You're going to have to be open to that and be open to the outcome that comes after that. You're also going to have to be open to the way things are being run. You know, if let's say you're a new player, just be open. It's going to be beneficial um, to you. And lastly, positivity. Obviously, positivity is such a benefit, and it's a necessity in Dungeons and Dragons. It makes the game better, and it makes life better. But specifically to Dungeons and Dragons, positivity allows you to come into the game with a different light, with a different perspective. It's going to force you to say, "Hey, you know what? This is a great game, and this is going to be better, and I'm going to have so much fun." And really, it just helps you have fun. So. Really, you don't need a lot to start playing D&D. Yes, trust me, it is nice to have all the things. It help, it's, it's great to have all the different books, all the different adventures and modules, all the different minis. As someone who enjoys and loves minis so much, it definitely makes, you know, terrain and minis and all that cool stuff, it definitely makes the game better. But it's not a necessity, folks. It is not something that you're going to you're going to have to have in order to play D&D. 
at this very moment with everything going on right now, it's a great thing to just start out simple, start out small, and really just focus on the on the basics. You're going to see how much more fun you have with these basics. And when everything goes back to normal, when you see the minis, when you see the terrain in person, the game's going to be elevated so much more because you started out with the basics. So that's it, folks. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast and follow us on social media. I appreciate all the support. And if you're ever interested in any topics, be free to send me a message. Keep gaming and have a great day.